Where this Sunday we start to hear the parables of Jesus in Matthew's Gospel. And the first parable that Jesus gives in every Gospel is the sower. Why this parable? I think it is because it is an analysis of our own hearts. The parable asks us, like it did Jesus' first audience, can your eyes see? Can your ears hear? And is the soil of your heart, your character, able to receive the word and produce its fruit? The first soil as such is the pathway. Now the pathway is where people tread, which makes it hard. And we all have areas of our life which have been trampled on, which are hard. If I compromise with sin in one area of my life, I can dull my conscience. I cannot hear the voice of God anymore in this area. Maybe we've been betrayed in relationships, been let down by those who should be trustworthy. There are parts of our life which can become hard. When I hear that God is a loving father, it sounds hollow because all I witnessed growing up was a father who was uncaring and violent. Maybe the only time my father spoke to me was when he shouted at me. Maybe I never knew my father because he was absent. We are not even conscious that what is proclaimed of God as love is a possibility in our lives because there is no root of belief. The word cannot land in this place. It is immediately snatched up by the evil one. Then there is the shallow soil filled with rocks. Fascinatingly, here the seed springs up quickly, not in spite of, but because of the little soil. Most plants do, and they will also die out quickly. The shallow soil indicates there is no depth of character. This person can live jumping from one thing to another, one relationship to another, because he has no ability to commit to anything. Maybe our emotions dictate everything. I get excited very quickly. And once the excitement dies, my commitment dies with it. It can be the case where I live in a fantasy world where everything is an idea. Ideas spring up quickly. They can be exciting. But to put them into practice requires hard work. Ask any successful entrepreneur. It will always be exciting first conceiving the idea for their company. But then there was simply hard work that followed making it happen to keep it running. To turn an idea or an insight into reality requires strength of character. It is the same with relationships. It is depth of character that makes love possible. We are drunk on Hollywood depictions of love. I am often in love with being in love rather than loving the person before me. Such love remains at the level of an idea, of emotions. It is exciting when I meet someone new. I imagine what the person before me is like. I have an idea of the person. It is romantic and heady when I first discover them, but sooner or later I discover they are also human, like others. They have their wonderful gifts alongside their flaws, their wounds and their needs. Most of all, I discover they are different from what I made them out to be. Am I able to put down roots and love this person when the sun comes up and my feelings disappear? Am I able to love them when I find they don't go along, get along with me, they oppose me, they contradict me? Am I prepared to do the hard work of love? Ask anyone married for some time and they will tell you that love involves hard work. This is in fact the biggest temptation of the single life, to remain uprooted and wandering. But this character of rootedness which makes love possible is what allows the seed of God's word to flourish in our heart. 
it is the reason also the, why sometimes great leaders can fall. Great religious leaders, people can preach sermons, have a lot of charisma, we can be touched by their ministry. But holiness, which is the love of God, involves hard work. It involves, it requires patience. It is to allow the word to move from being in our head to just having this insight to take root in our lives. Otherwise, it remains fruitless. And then there is the thorny soil. It might not seem like it, but the soil is already progress. There is depth of earth. The seed is able to take root and grow. Yet there are also flaws, and flaws deep enough to kill off any fruit. I'm committed to my project, but I'm so focused on my plans that I destroy everyone around me. I have no capacity for relationships, which are crucial to making that project happen. The fight against these flaws, these thorns, is the work of virtue. Virtue always requires a community, and virtue is what allows love to flourish, not just start. The one who does not remain at the level of ideas but becomes rooted in a community has already made great progress. And the first community for all of us is the family. In a family, I am forced to sacrifice the demands of my ego for the other. By myself, I can be the most loving, kind and forgiving person in the world, but put me with someone else from whom I cannot walk away, which is what any community does. Then my thorns are there for everyone to see. I realize I have to spend more time with my family. But once I commit, I find myself checking my phone every five minutes. Those thorns kill the love inspired in me. My fears, my weaknesses, my addictions, all which choke God's word are exposed in a community. But here they can also be overcome, they can be healed. It is in the larger community of the church that the word of God is quite literally sown in the soil of our heart, even without us knowing being rooted in this community, starting with committing to Mass every Sunday, already starts to fight the thorns. In a community, others teach us, they can love us, and we are called to love them. And this gives the Word of God space to grow in our lives. Finally, we come to the rich soil. What soil is this? Rich soil is broken soil. It is soil which has depth. It is cleared of rocks, void of thorns, but broken enough to allow the seed to flourish. It is a heart that has been broken open in suffering, but has not been hardened by it. Maybe as you hear this quick analysis, you have some insight on what might be going on in your heart. And maybe you've identified some traits. But the truth is, we will always find all of these soils in all of our hearts. There are areas where we are blind, places where we are uprooted, others where we are terribly flawed in character. Yet, if there is a portion of our heart that is also humble and open, where we can say, Lord, in this area I trust you, I need your grace, I am open to you, then the word can start producing its fruit in that place. The word can land. And the other soils can be changed starting with this place because it reveals to us the character of God's heart to our own. So today, invite God's word into your heart. Before the things where you find yourself boastful or overwhelmed, place it in God's hands and allow God's work, grace to work, producing fruit, sometimes a 30, sometimes 60, and sometimes even a hundredfold.